Welcome to Coffee and Onesies. I'm Nikki. And I'm Chelsea. Today we are going to be talking about neighbors. Our stories about past neighbors, current neighbors, and just some advice about how to be kind to your neighbors. So pick out your favorite onesies and grab your warm cup of coffee because we are about to dive in. When I think about when I think about neighbors, I, I, I instantly will go back to my childhood because you've been in my neighborhood that I grew up in. It's just like, it's pretty small, made up of all dirt roads, but literally everybody in that neighborhood knows everyone. And I have like stories of going to the neighbors, Bill and Gladys at the time when I was younger, across the street and swimming in their pool before we had a little pool and playing with their um, they had a Shih Tzu and another, another smaller dog. It wasn't, it almost looked similar to a Shih Tzu, but, um, it was like a little snorty. Like it just like, it had like the, like more pushed in face. And I can't think of the was name. Was it like a pug? No, it was, it looked almost like if you had a pug that was long hair. Hmm. I can't think of the name of it, but nonetheless, I just remember going over there and like playing with their their little dogs and swimming in their pool. And then it was funny is because then after they moved out, there was like a girl that I became like childhood best friends with. And her name was April and her mom, Trish and Chris and her sister, Autumn. Um, And then I have like similar memories of being over there and they went to our church. And, and then of course, just like naming all of the neighbors, their, you know, neighbors down the street and Katie and her grandmother. And I used to go and play with them and, Andrew and his sister and play with them and they were like kind of catty cornered to us and then of course my grandparents lived next door and had owned like all of that property for the longest time but it's just so interesting when you think about neighbors like what is where does your mind go like to if you had a you when you hear neighbors like what's the first thought that you are taken to so now listening to you say neighbors I'm like wow that's so sweet when I think of neighbors I think of helicopters circling in the air (laughs) come out with your hands up when we lived in what was it Kirkman Road (laughs) below key apartments oh yeah that was yeah (laughs) I think of just horror <laughs> oh my goodness when you say that now I'm thinking about when we would all we would all congregate in front of that living room um window and like peek down like so we weren't like seen and like watch the chaos that was unfolding below and like the woman accusing and she he attacked me <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh yeah when I think of neighbors I my mind instantly always goes to that I'm like I will never forget that. Like, oh my goodness, helicopter circling in the air, and it literally said, "Come out with your hands up." I was like, <laughs> "What is happening?" Where but do you do you remember that little boy? And I can't remember his name. Do you remember the little boy that lived on our floor? And I'm trying to think if this was at the time. It was definitely at the time when you would have at least been visiting. Maybe, maybe it was when you moved. Is this in there. little boy that killed the frog? Maybe, and but he was also the same little boy. His grandmother would always lock him out of the apartment, so he oh, would like yeah. be knocking on everybody's apartment and like saying, "Like, can I come in?" <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh my gosh, that poor little boy. Yeah, he would like he would or he would just sit on the floor mm-hmm. and just like 
just like kick around his feet. I think that was the same little boy because he was always outside. And one day we were like going to, we were like coming back from work or I forgot what we were doing, but he was down at the final, like, cause we were like on the second or third floor and he was on the, he was in the first floor and he was playing with a frog and I was like, oh, are you playing with the frog? And he grabs the frog and chucks it to the <laughs> wall. And then I was like, oh, and I, I couldn't even control myself. I said, no, you don't do that. And then I went and I grabbed the frog. And I remember I was like holding the frog and I started crying. And um, and then it started raining and it was like in my head, this dramatic scene. But this little boy was like, he never talked to me. After. But didn't we... I remember this frog now that you're like explaining the story, but isn't that the same frog that we did like a little burial for? Yes. Yes. That is the exact same. Because I said, we need to give it a burial. <laughs> I was like, I remember because when you were explaining the rain and like, because I was like, I remember you with the frog, but I was like, wait, is this the same frog that we gave the burial for? Yeah. Which is definitely, it's so much like us because I've given, I feel like I've given many little reptiles and amphibians burials within my lifetime (laughs) and it's so funny because at the time like I remember it was you me and then well my ex Matthew and then um and I remember I was like we need to give it a burial and you were the first (laughs) one to be like sure Nikki we can give it a burial and I was just like okay pray for it 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 was just so funny in my head because we had just met like that same year. And so mm-hmm. you could have been like this freaking chick, but you were but just maybe, like, okay. I think that I accepted it because like I said, I remember like I had walked outside when I was younger and there was like, you know, maybe a dead, I think it was like a dead lizard. And I like, we always got those little green tree frogs that would stay on our house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like I had this like little baby graveyard for all of these little amphibians and reptiles that I had found and gave proper burials for and take like little twigs and make little like little like crosses with the sticks <laughs> <laughs> so I was like I had to respect it you know I had to respect it so I'm glad mm. that we gave him proper burial May yeah go and- rest in peace and then it was raining so much that we were like, is it going to float away? <laughs> but, man, that was that was a time. It was, yeah, I feel like whenever I think of um, other new neighbors, I think of that. I also just think of, obviously, my, I, I just think of, like, manic neighbors because currently where I live, I have some manic neighbors. I know you have some manic neighbors. So it's like, I feel like when it comes to neighbors, Obviously, we all have some crazy stories, but we always try our very best to love them as we know we're supposed to. But man, is it hard? <laughs> yeah, it's it's I think that the hardest part is, is like, you know, like it, it's one thing like because I understand like some neighbors aren't don't necessarily like they don't want to have conversations. Like even if you try, like I want to have some type of conversation with you, at least know your name or Mm -hmm. if you need anything, here's my number. If you need to borrow a cup of flour. I like that like gesture. I've always like loved it. But then you know that you have those neighbors that are like, I don't want to know you. I don't want your number. I will never need your cup of flour. (laughs) (laughs) And why do you need to know my name? And you're like, what? why why so harsh (laughs) yeah yeah and I feel like I remember right before I moved to England I was um 
I feel like I've always been very like, oh, hello, good morning. <laughs> then um, right before I moved to England, I was like, I need to borrow a cup of sugar from someone. Like, because it was my first apartment like by myself. So I said, I was like, I have to have this memory here. So I did get a cup of sugar from a neighbor and I was so proud of it. But then I, by that point, everything was packed up. So I was like, what do I do with the sugar? <laughs> Like, I had the sugar, but I was like, I was like, what do I do with this now? But then now where I live, like, I have had neighbors, like, ask me for things or um, I feel like I haven't asked for anything because, I don't know, I get very shy. And even though, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I should have asked and see if they have flour. But then I know my neighbors aren't cooking. So it's like, (laughs) I know you don't got flour. (laughs) But then they'll ask me for certain things like, oh, can I borrow your measuring cup? And I'm like, sure. But then I need it back because I cook. So yeah. sometimes it's like a day, two days go by. And then CJ will just be like, oh, well, they'll, they'll bring it back. And I'm like, no, they won't. And then I'll be like <laughs> knocking on their door. And I'm like, hey, I, I need that. <laughs> Hand it over. That's so funny. I'm like, I'm trying to think of like, because of my last neighbor that lived upstairs, which Grace was, she made like the best of friends with their um, golden lab, (laughs) Oliver, and they were adorable. And, um, and they had this little cat that she loved being outside. She was just like the sweetest, most laid back cat ever. She'd just be sitting on the rails of the porch or laying out in the driveway or in the backyard or in the flowers and her name was Daisy. She was just so cute. And Grace was also very equally obsessed with her. But I remember, like, I would have, like, little things that, you know me. Like, I try to do, like, little purges and declutter as I refine my style throughout the years and vice versa. So I had, like, a mm-hmm. pile of things that I was like, okay, well, do I just put all these things out on the corner with a free sign? I don't really necessarily want to go through the thing of trying to put it on sale on Facebook Marketplace or whatnot. Yeah. And I had like, I had started to like put a couple things. And I remember my neighbor had came down and she's like, she's like, oh, like, you're, you're, these are for free. I was like, yeah, I actually have like a little pile in my apartment. Would you like to come and see? And it was like, it almost made me feel like my apartment then became like a little thrift store that I was <laughs> letting people like one person admission at a time to come in and, and view and pick what they would like and she did she took like a couple stacks of things and then came back for another thing and it was just like really like funny because I think that was like also like the first time that she was ever um in our apartment um and it was like I feel like that's really kind of like what started off that like friendship which it's sad that they're not here because I know Grace lost her really close friend um but yeah I love like little memories like that I think it's just I, I, I love that idea of getting to know your your neighbors in that sense, but mm-hmm. it's so challenging too. Like when you feel like you're trying, you know, you can't force them, but then, but then they're equally kind of unpleasant at the same time because they don't want to get to know you. They don't want to exchange anything and they're not very like mindful and or considerate mm-hmm. that other individuals live in the same building as you. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I feel like when I came to New York, like the the sense of neighbor definitely shifted for me because um, everybody is a lot more like there are sections, of course, that is like, leave me alone. But I feel like 
on in the suburbs it's a bit different everybody's like a bit more personable and like they want to get to know well no they don't want to they are getting to know their neighbors um whether the neighbor likes it or not they literally as soon as you step out of your car I feel like especially where I live as soon as you step out of your car to move in everyone's like hey what's your name where are you from (laughs) social security number (laughs) yeah who's that I noticed you had a party the other day and it's like okay yeah and it's like the amount of times that now I like ignore it because I've I've grown used to it but I wasn't used to the whole like um like I guess nosy neighbor thing yeah uh, because where I lived in Florida I was just kind of like okay everybody gets in and doesn't talk to anybody else um but then in Argentina, it's like, yeah, you'll talk to your neighbor, but to a point, and yeah. then you'll just, again, go inside. But then here it was definitely very different, but I loved it because it reminded me of so many movies that I've watched growing up that it was, like, about, like, neighbors coming together and doing block parties, which, like, my in-laws always do, um, so block cute. parties in their block or in their street. And I think stuff like that is, like, super sweet mm-hmm. and... um but then here they do little like block parties, but it's not really a block party. It's just like a combined like eight apartments outside in the parking lot, just playing music <laughs> and stuff like that. And so, which it is really cute. Um, but sometimes when you just like want to quickly walk Maple and then come back to finish a movie, it's like everyone's like, "Hey!" Yeah, you <laughs> like, feel like you gotta have like the conversation with everyone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like harder to avoid. Yeah. yeah, it's like it, I find it interesting here. It's because I really only we really only knew, or I should say, I made conversation with the old upstairs tenants and the old basement tenants. And now there's a new basement tenant that I've made conversation with, and he's really friendly, and he has this like adorable little Pomeranian named Gino. And Grace is obsessed with Gino. So that's been like fun because I know she really missed Oliver. But it's also been a learning curve for her because she's not necessarily big, but she is much bigger than the Pomeranian. So she's trying to understand her size compared to him and like how, you know, rough she's playing with him and how like softer she needs to kind of adjust it. So it's been fun, like that process. And then I feel like I also like I, I kind of like, I feel like I'm almost like in the friends kind of thing Mm -hmm. where like they're looking at their neighbors through the window and making like, (laughs) like creating their names for them based like based off of their mannerisms that they witness because I don't necessarily like know our neighbors next door to us, but they have this like white long haired dog that has like the most (laughs) hilarious like howling in the background (laughs) Um, all the time and Grace is obsessed with obsessed with that dog anytime he like walks across like walks in front of the sidewalk in front of the house she loses her mind and then the people next door are one of the the man is a musician which Luke knows so he's always playing music that you can hear um and all you have to do is open your windows and you feel like you've got you know you got a radio playing in the background (laughs) And then there's like a couple with two little boys across the street. And then next to them is like another little family and their kids are always outside playing with the kids next door, which (laughs) I always love watching and they decorate together or they're standing on the corner trying to get cars to honk the horn, which is just like adorable. 
So it's like I feel like I pick up on like all of those things. And then of course when you're walking, and I'm sure you know this too with with Maple, especially in your neighborhood that everyone kind of wants to know everyone, that you start to even learn neighbors that aren't necessarily right across the street from you or right next door to you. Like you walk around and you know this person and they do this. So I feel like we have that, but I have that from, you know, my walks with Grace and being able to meet people who give her pets or other people in the neighborhood who have dogs or, um, so that's always been like a, it's a fun thing. Cause I, um, yeah, I just, like, when I grew up, we had our dogs just kind of outside. We didn't necessarily, like, walk them down the street. We had lots of land. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think that that's just, like, a fun thing about neighbors and your neighborhood. And it's just cute. <laughs> no, yeah, I completely agree. And I feel like – so Maple made a friend, and you've met this little friend, and her friend is Maja. And so mm-hmm. whenever we go on walks, it's, like, that's the one dog that Maple will, like, Every time we pass by this dog's house, Maple will just sit there and wait. And I'm just like, Maple, Maja's not <laughs> home. And she always wants to, like, play with this little dog because it's the only dog that, like, will play with her and not just bark and growl at her. And, um, but, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's so sweet how, like, you can either connect with a bunch of people or just, like, at least you see them enough that you feel like you have an unspoken uh, relationship with them that you're just like, yeah, hi. good morning. Day. Hi. Yeah, no, I agree. Cause when we lived in, we lived in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn for a very short while, you know, that mm-hmm. there was a, it was a really old building, but there was this old lady that lived on the floor. And as soon as you got off the elevator, the elevator that literally would stop all the time, I got stuck in that elevator multiple times <laughs> like, cause it would like always stop between floors so half of their elevator was beneath and then if you tried to peek it open which um it was like one of those rays from the bottom to the top not like the sliding doors that close Mm -hmm. um I guess like garage style elevator but anyways it would always get stuck midway but anyways there was this little old lady on the floor she would always leave her apartment door open and she would always have like oldies music playing um through there it it was just like she was just so comfortable and she lived had to have lived there for years but her door was always open. You could always hear music streaming through and going down the down the halls. And it was like it was cute because like I was very anxious like when I first moved there because at that time Luke hadn't yet even finished with his contract. So I was just doing it all by myself, which I was extremely anxious about. Yeah. But I don't know. There was just something like nice and you know, trying to let down your guard and know that people like generally there are lots of people that are just generally kind, mm-hmm. um, which was I definitely think I think a big learning curve for myself because I was like very like, oh, my gosh, what are they? Why are they being so nice to me? What do they want? <laughs> like, oh. I don't have anything. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I definitely know that feeling. But um. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting. And as we grow older, obviously, like our experiences will also change. Um, Because my experiences from like, just living in different countries, that's definitely changed. And like, how you talk to your neighbors, or whether you don't talk to your neighbors, that's like how, um, like each country is like different with that as well. Um, Because in England, I never knew any of my neighbors. Mm. (laughs) Nobody talked to each other. And 
like I remember going in the morning and just being like, good morning. People would be like, what the heck is wrong with you? And they'd be like, hi. <laughs> or um, it's so funny because Zoe and Adi, um, they would tell me they were because uh, I would like walk around the town and then they I would be like, oh, yeah, I met this person today at the bakery or I met this person today. And then they'd be like, we've lived here for how many years? And you know more people than we do. <laughs> like, well, do you say good morning? And they're like, no. I think that's the beautiful thing, though. It's like, I think that that's just such a lesson for so many that, you know, you the only way you're going to get to know them is by initiating that first conversation. I mean, yeah. humans are not meant to live alone. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is that we will continue to be in this way of not having conversations or you know, thinking, normalizing that you can walk side by side and, you know, not even exchange a word Mm -hmm. when we should be normalizing like that just general genuine kindness of just saying hello or good day or how are you? It doesn't matter if you have any history with them. It's just that it's just being kind and friendly. And I think that if more people do that, it really just, it just changes the way that you look at so many things. Like instead of just thinking that, you know, there's just a world filled with so many unkind, unfriendly people when they are very kind and very friendly, but mm-hmm. we all are unknown that we unknow of like, how do we start? Where do we start? Who makes that first like conversation, you know? So I think it's like, there's something like beautiful about it because for so many years, like that has been so normal of just like, you don't you just live there. You don't say hello unless you need something or unless you know them, that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And, um, but yeah, and also you don't need to live next to someone to be able to show kindness and to um, spark up a conversation or to have them feel heard or valued, just like we saw yesterday. I feel like, well, yesterday marked the 20th year anniversary of 9-11, And I saw so many posts about people saying um, from all over the world, just saying like, oh, thinking about these uh, people or thinking about the survivors or the victims, as well as like thinking about New York and this and that. And I feel like that was so beautiful to see. Well, obviously it happens um, and we see it happen time and time again with like different events throughout the year. But I feel like with this specific event, just the world kind of pauses and everybody does like the love that they show to their neighbor again not having to be living right there but the love that they show to each other's neighbors it's like it is beautiful to see that like humane kind of love Mm -hmm. um, and show through um yeah yeah because neighbors is a lot more than just yeah like in going off of that neighbors is a lot more of than just the people that reside next to you. Neighbors can be the person that you're walking beside in a busy street. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the, and the, the neighbors can be the people that are sitting in the car while you're sitting at a red light mm-hmm. um, or the old man that sits beside you on the bus. All of these things we can reference as and, and you know, qualify as neighbors and exactly that. It, with any neighbor, you know, we should accept them with open arms and understand that they each have a beautiful story to share. And I think that that's so powerful. I, every time like September 11th comes near, I mean, I think it's, and as any type of big event like that, that has shaken society and from globe to globe, 
I think it's just a beautiful reminder and sentiment of the way that we need to look at the world and look at people. Um, Cause we never know the story that they have to say or the battles they've fought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I know that we were talking prior to recording, but another thing I forgot to mention to you that we're doing today is we're actually going and stopping by the nine 11 Memorial. That was the thing that I was like, I know there's something else that we're doing (laughs) that I couldn't remember. And that's it. And um, I saw, like, I know that they do it every year, but there's a picture that, you know, how like they light up where the twin towers used to be. Mm -hmm. They like light it up, up to the sky. Yeah. That's just, Oh my goodness. I feel like if I like, obviously um, everyone's going to feel different when they see it in person, but I feel like I would just start sobbing. Like, it, yeah. it looks like such an incredible thing, and I can only imagine, like, everyone coming near it or seeing it from afar, like, how they must feel. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're very excited to get to go do that today. And um, and we, we were going to do it yesterday, but then we were like, oh, I feel like it's going to be pretty full. And- yeah, I feel like it's something that a lot of people will, will go to, especially yeah. on that anniversary day. Yeah, I have a lot of like I have loved ones that lost loved ones and friends and in yeah. that which it's um I can't, you know, I can't I can't imagine that. I mean, but you can in a sense of how any type of tragedy strikes a family, how one would feel. Um every single year, well since it, well when I had discovered that there's two foundations that I donate to on on September 11th on the anniversary every time it comes and it's the Tunnel of Towers which it yeah. is a donation to all of the first responders that yeah. lost their life there and their families. And it goes towards their mortgages and, and bills to their loved ones that are there. Um, and then there's another one. It's called Family of Fre- Families of Freedom. And it's to the children of all of those that lost their life, yeah. um, paying for their tuition and food on the table. And um, it's just small things. I mean, I know that I can't give them back what they lost. But in a way, it's like, I don't know, it makes me feel in a sense of feeling close to them and in, in that type of pain that they carry each day. So I love that. And that's so beautiful, Chelsea. And even um, if we can find a way to like attach that to our um, description so then mm-hmm. everyone else can check out those foundations because that's such an incredible thing to do and just like doing our small part in helping those families um and as you know like I'm in New York and I feel like everyone I've come in contact has obviously been affected by it because well they've all lived here their whole lives and even my father-in-law he's a firefighter and so I feel like when I first found out he was a firefighter I, I would ask him about like his experiences and obviously like that came up and it's just like it's one of those things that it's like it's just unbelievable even 20 years later you know yeah it's it's it moves people and it has shook people and changed them in so many ways even to this day um the impact that it continues to have is just like as a reminder that you know life isn't promised and and exactly with that, I mean, that just goes on to this whole purpose and topic of today's episode of just 
you know, bringing kindness to everyone that you meet, whether they are your next door neighbor, or again, like that old man that's sitting next to you on a bus. Um, these, everybody has a story and especially in times like this, like somebody has probably been impacted or somebody, you know, has lost someone or has experienced this in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely link these in, uh, in our bio. So you guys can go and check them out. And there's so many beautiful charities and funds available for this and scholarships. So, you know, just, just research and, and, just any type of small act, you know, I think that that's the beautiful thing of us coming together. Yes, absolutely. And just the main message coming full circle, um, just love your neighbor. And I feel like yesterday was a beautiful reminder of that, but also just like neighbors from, like Chelsea said, all over. It can be someone driving next to you. It can be someone that's behind you at the Starbucks line and you want to just do a kind gesture and pay for them. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be anything. Just remember to love each other and be kind to one another and spread joy and cheer. And and Mm -hmm. yeah, because life is hard enough as it is. And it's better when people are kinder to one another. I couldn't agree more. Mm hmm. (laughs) um so everyone thank you so very much for joining us today we hope that the start of your week is wonderful you have some good coffee with you to start off this week um yeah and then thank you all so much again for listening to our latest episode of coffee and onesie we will be back next week um with another fun episode so please go ahead and mark your calendar pick out your favorite onesie and remember that it's going to be a night to remember thank you for listening to another episode of coffee and onesie season two be sure to keep an eye out for next monday's episode and to keep up to date with all things coffee and onesies head on over to coffee and onesies podcast on instagram turn on those notifications like a photo follow us And be sure to subscribe to our podcast and be on the lookout for next week's episode drop. See you next week.